Or is that episode eight? I think so. Okay. Um, all right. Welcome back to the Rising Tide podcast, episode eight with uh, Kyle and Riley. Thanks. And Matt. Um, and Matt. And today we uh, we're joined by Matt Smith from Dose Media. So uh, super stoked to have Matt on board. Pumped to be here, man. Pumped to Pumped. be here. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, we met two or three years ago. Just kind of you reached out. We did some work with Keats and. Is that how we met? I don't know. It was through Instagram somehow. Um, yeah, I think it oh, was. Oh, no, actually, no. How we met was uh, I was sold it? you an iPad at the Apple Store. Oh, yeah, that's Pro. what it yeah. was. Yeah, and, uh, I still have it. Still it's this have, one here, I think. Too, eh? I think it is. Love I think that. it is. Yeah, no, Cody uh, Cody Priest was working there with me. And yeah, yeah. He, after you left, because we had the, you were drawing like little Uzi or something on the on it while you were trying to, trying to buy it. And I was like, after you left, I was like, who's that guy? Like, he's unreal at drawings. Like, oh, he's Matt Smith, owns Dose Media, show yeah. me page. And, yeah, I went and commented on it. You were like, "How the fuck did you find me?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, that's how we met. Yeah, was... I, I met Cody through doing uh, doing graphic design work too. Yeah, I did some branding for something. He had like Audible chocolate or something like okay. that. Like way, way yeah, back I, in I the day. I think it was like uh, like cover art or something. Were you doing for him or? No, no, we did some branding for him, and like it was it, it ended up. It ended up being pretty cool. It's like he had this idea of this. The company was called Audible Chocolate, mm-hmm. and we ha- and we came up with like this. Uh, like the logo looked like a candy wrapper being peeled back with a cassette tape coming out of it. Okay. And like the cassette tape looked like a chocolate bar. And it was actually pretty cool. Like right. It was actually a pretty dope logo. Yeah. And like to this day, Cody, if you're watching this right now, this freaking guy still hits me up like 15 years later. Like, do you still get those AI files? Like he does it like every eight months or something. <laughs> it's it, like, dude. Yeah, you're like, yeah, still on the Here's the AI either. files. Save them somewhere, Save them bro. Somewhere. Like, oh yeah. my God. It's like been like two decades. It's like <laughs> yeah. I've had three kids since then. That's yeah. crazy that you so have it. I have everything, man. Yeah, Everything yeah. of my whole life. I how just many, like uh, how many drives you got in the go, you think? No, probably not as many as you guys, man. No. You video guys are crazy. <laughs> I go and shoot a couple things, man. It's like filling <laughs> terabytes. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Was like, yeah, I guess that would be a lot less, but Yeah, it's like we finished this weekend with the uh, and the weekend with the Thunder it's like five hundred gigabytes, just no problem. Yeah. It's like it's absurd. Well I I graduated college in uh it had been like oh seven or oh eight. And I remember like in, in photo class, we had to go out and buy these things called thumb drives, and we didn't even know what they even were. It was right. like, okay, so I go into this place, man, and I still have it. It was this little blue thumb drive, and it's still just like sitting in like an old box at my house. The thumb drive's 32 megabytes. <laughs> I paid like 70 bucks for it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like even like you look at the iPods when we first started out. There was like a one gigabyte, one gigabyte and an iPod came out, and you were like, this is fucking sick. I can have a thousand songs in here. It's like imagine yeah. only having a gigabyte for music. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> not good. It's like a 14-second 4K. Clip. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh yeah, crazy. Yeah, I yeah, guess uh, sure. Matt, come circle back just to give uh, our viewers, listeners, a little bit of insight. Um, maybe just give us a quick run through of uh, who you are, what you do, and and why you do it. I guess just to. Oh a man, quick run. that's that's got, a loaded question, it's, it's buddy. It's on the spot, but uh, just kind of what, what do you do? Well, are we, are we adjusting the cans for this too? Yeah. And that's what I make beer cans. No, <laughs> it um, bother me that they're all in a line, and then there's just one. Bother me that they're all. And I wrecked it on you. No, my name's Matt Smith, and. Uh, <laughs> Sure. Man, I, I've got like a long, crazy story that I don't know if we want to bypass or not, but I started as a street artist like, oh man, I, I was probably, I was spray painting a lot in like the early 2000s, so like 2000, 2001, 2002, I was like hard into street art, like all through high school and stuff. Like we would take our lunch breaks and I remember all of us, all of us in the crew at lunchtime would sit down on our lunch breaks and like take these 11 by 17 pieces of paper, fold them over, tape the back, and make these like long stretched out pieces of paper on the, on the, the desk at, at school. And we'd sit there and like all of us over our lunch breaks would have pastels out like painting and drawing these like huge oh. backgrounds and like drawing these graffiti pieces and like 
obsessed, man. That's what we did every day. We mm. just like had like a whole crew of people. And then like at one point, the, uh, the, uh, the principal actually like commissioned us to go down and paint this annex thing that they had. So there was like this old abandoned building down in front of the old John A that we went down and spray painted. And like right there, I was like, I love this so much. Like love making art, love design. Um, favorite class art class i was like i, I just i love this stuff so much and and but that i one kid that's really good at art class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got a 50 though and my girlfriend at the time got a 100 in art class i'm like man you can't draw anything <laughs> but uh i just always loved art man like my father was an amazing painter like to this day he's incredible and my stepfather at the time he owned a, a graphic design firm called the the graphic language company and uh, he was like before high school every day, like I'd, I'd be going in at like five, six in the morning and like helping him build logos and stuff. And this would have been on like Illustrator, Illustrator three or four or something. Like we're all, like, we're on like, yeah, what, man, I don't even know what number I we're on we, now. I literally wouldn't know what Illustrator, like I'm Well, they stopped, never they stopped kind of <laughs> categorizing because we're in the creative suite area now where it's all in the cloud. So they don't have the numbers like yeah, they used to, just, but like, I'm like, an OG yeah. man. Like there was like a few tools on the side <laughs> and I remember sitting there like making logos for my stepfather before school and stuff, man. And like, but I never really had much like, much guidance really. Like I didn't know how to take my passion for design and turn it into a career and right. something that's actually gonna pay me. Right. And then, uh, I had a run-in with the law one night while painting. Here, I gotta, I'll, I'll mute this freaking thing. I had a, I had a little run-in with the, the law one night. And uh, yeah, it was probably like, I, you know, it was probably, I don't know, 20, 20, 20 something, 22 or something like that. And I had applied to NASCAD a couple times. Why is that? Sorry, everybody, sorry. Here. Why is it? I got, I got everything muted on here. You're seeing this in real time, people. Here, let me turn this off. Um, yeah, it's really just Sheridan telling me about the trip we just booked. I'm out of here. Three, out of here. I'm out two and a half weeks. I'm oh. going to Punta Cana. Oh, I'm gone, man. man. All right, there it is. Slide oh, the so power. So sorry, so people. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Punta Cana, Hamilton. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was it, for me. It was just like I'm still on the intro here. It, for for me, it was like just how can I turn my passion for graphic design, street art, and stuff into something? And I had a Get arrested. I, yeah, it was like, you know, that, that's going to steer me in the right direction. I actually didn't get arrested. I got away, but it was like, that, that was enough of a scare, man. I was like, I need to figure my life out. So I was applying to NASCAD year after year, probably like three years in a row, but I was always kind of like late to the late to the party. I would like be the guy that's like on the last day of submissions getting it in. And at that point, they had already kind of like curated the best ones and did their thing. So, um, so anyway... I was applying to NASCAD year after year, and like at the end of it, the, the kind of excuse that they were giving me is that my grades weren't weren't good enough to actually like be at NASCAD. So finally, I, I was kind of simultaneously applying at NSCC, and then uh, I was doing construction at the time, and then I got the, I got a phone call like in the middle of the summer saying somebody dropped out or like preemptively dropped out of like the acceptance that they had into the graphic design program, and then uh, the woman on the phone's like, "Yeah, so Matthew, you're in." And this was like my fourth year or something trying to get into school. Like yeah. I was going on the oil rigs. Like I did a bunch of stuff first, and then. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, they accepted me into the graphic design program, and I went from, like, failing art class in high school pretty much to, like, getting 100 in school. Like, I was, like, front row every day, lit hand up, like, asking <laughs> questions, stuff like that. And it just goes to really show you, man, like, when you're passionate about something, mm -hmm. how, you know, your love of something can, can, can take you there, man. And it's like, here we are now, like, man, I feel like a dinosaur at this point. But, like, here we are all these, like, two decades later or something and, like, built, like, a really good life for myself yeah. and everything off, off 
building brands for people, which is pretty cool, man. And finding and doing it on your passion point too, right? That's, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, man. No, I, I've said like when I've been trying to like explain to people who's coming on next, a lot of people like are asking, and I said Matt, like Matt's literally like goals for me. It's like Matt found what he was good at. Now is a, a family of five, beautiful house. Like, yeah, you get to do what you love every day, and it's like yeah. that's for me is like right up the alley of like what I'm shooting for, and yeah. it's it's inspiring to hear that you like you start out that story, kind of going down the wrong path, turn yeah. it, find what you love, and. Now, look, look, you know, you're however many years now, we'll say 10 just for, <laughs> not not to give away your age, you know? He's got a walker over here, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. I no, think, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I, I do. I, I, th- I think sometimes, like, I think sometimes that my story can be, like, a, a light for people because I did come from, like, not a whole lot. Like, yeah, you know, my mom was good. She bought me Nikes and shit like that. Like, I, like that was my one thing. I was like, mom always had Nikes on my feet. But, <laughs> but like, you know, we didn't have a whole lot, man, and it was hard to find guidance as, as a kid, like, you know, just, just trying to find what it is that I want to do with my life. Right. And then just being in a spot now where, like, you know, life's good. I'm doing exactly what I want to do. Like you said, I've got a family of five now. Yeah. I've got three kids, man. And, and uh, yeah, just trying to, like, in the middle of a global pandemic, having three kids and trying to be creative every day. Like, I feel like we're all soldiers coming out of this shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, it's definitely been testing the patience, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and the resilience, too. Like, I feel like there's so many times that you start to get the momentum going and they're like... Shutting it down. Yeah. You know, and it's, but I mean, that's kind of out of our control. It's just at this point, it's like, put your, put your hard hat on and keep kind of shoveling through. Yeah. Find the right but path. But. but you remember when, like, remember when all the things we took for granted, like how easy life was two years ago compared to now? <laughs> and I remember even then two years ago, like people being like, I have creative block, like. How do you deal with creative block? It's like now imagine creative block in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> when you can't even go like yeah. find inspiration. It's not like yeah. you can hop on a plane and jump down to New York and like no. work in a coffee shop and get rejuvenated for a few days. It's no, like it's... stay in your house and get creative. Like it's, it's crazy trying to do <laughs> yeah. it, man. And like all of us have found ways to to like navigate through this and and find the best versions of ourselves and give those to our clients. Like everyone here in this room right now, which is which is really cool, man. Yeah. Because we've we've made it through like the toughest times that, that like that we'll probably see in our life, like yeah. I'm sure. Let's fucking hope, because I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much more I got in here. Go you got me more like beers. That. Yeah, seriously, though. Um, yeah, I guess we'll, that's a good good little transition, too. Um, we got all these beers on the table. Matt, uh, can you explain to us why all the beers on the table? Well, A, I wanted to have a beer this morning, but uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, I just thought it might be like a little talking piece, too. Like, these are, these are some of Tim and I's clients that we love the most. I mean, we love working with alcohol companies, and I... Uh, I jumped into the LC on the way up here. So like these aren't like, you know, uh, uh, like I didn't get my hands on like the best of the bunch. They were just basically like a bunch of, a bunch of cans that I love that I saw on the shelf when I ran in there. But I love that one, man. I love that key stuff there. But you know, we pride ourselves a lot on this, man. Like Brett and Brewing was one of the first companies to to give us a chance. Like we, we, uh, you know, all these companies we built the brand for, for the most part, like, uh, no, Route 19 was done by another agency, actually an agency I used to work at, uh, but we kind of like carried the baton forward, but like even Brett and Brewing, like we did all the branding for Brett and Brewing and like all the different variations of stuff that we've seen, um, you know, even Garrison, like we sat down with Brian ages ago, man, and, and built this, helped kind of like build the brand assets for him as well and all the templates and stuff for all their cans and, and packaging and everything, and uh, and then, you know, it's just really neat seeing like, just kind of seeing the evolution, man, like going from like a startup company like Brenton Brewing and then landing Alexander Keys for a client yeah. like, I don't know, five or six years later and now like moving on to Olin's as well. Like, you know, we've got, we've got some like big companies now that have put their faith and trust in us to, to help bring their vision to life. Right. And it's been, 
awesome, man. Yeah, no, that's it's incredible to see the brands you're working with. Obviously, they're all extremely credible. Like I, that's another thing too. Like you've done the branding for the Thunderbirds too. You guys yeah. helped design that. And yeah. I uh, I mentioned that to a couple of guys this weekend when we were there. I was like, yeah, we got the guys that's coming on that designed everything. And they're like, well, that's he fucking killed it. Like you, yeah. want, you guys want awards for that, no? Like yeah, we won a Clio award for that, which okay. is pretty cool, man. Like I don't know a whole lot about the Clios, but I know like there's LeBron James commercials and shit on their little like teaser trailers yeah. and stuff. So I'm like, ah, oh, man, like we have awards with something LeBron's <laughs> semi, semi associated <laughs> with. That's cool. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, man, it's uh, that Thunderbird stuff came out really fire. Really good. And man. and like, right down. To the, like thing, the, the thing is, man, the thing is, and I and I'll and I like put this on my tombstone, man. You can't do good work without good clients. You just can't. You have to have clients that are either a gonna give you good feedback or b in best case scenario they're gonna let you. Am I moving out of frame on you, buddy? Am I jumping out of there? No, this, um, one, this one here records in 30-minute intervals, so you got to oh, check okay. out to make sure it's uh, still there. These he's, two on, he's on top of it. Yeah. But, man, you can't, you can't do good work without good clients, man. You just, you just can't. And, you know, best-case scenario is, you know, something that Tim and I stress all the time is that we'll never know more about your business than you will. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, even on my phone right now, like my to-do list over the next three days, we're working with a boating company, we're working with a motorcycle company, we're working with... Uh, two different beer companies. We're working with uh, a company that does healthcare in Ontario. It's like we can't we can't know everything about all these different no. verticals, right? So we have to, you know, do do the the best that we possibly can given the research that we can get right. on a certain budget. Yeah. And so, you know, at, at the end of the day, like if you have a client that will that will have faith in you and what you're doing through the the, the work and equity that you've built into your process, and you're going to get great results, man. And like Keith is a perfect example, like. There's, there, there's a lot of loopholes to jump through with a company like Alexander Keys. Like you're sitting down in boardrooms and like more people than you can count and there's like screens with faces on them and everything and trying to convince <laughs> them that this is the right way to go and like having a company like that. Like, and they've been around for so long, right? It's, they're yeah. like, well, why do we need to change, you know? And yeah. It's to give them that trust yeah. and get them to build that trust. Yeah, I know you guys are obviously got that dialed in. How, like, how has that transition been like presenting your value? Like I know like that's something that we really struggle, not really struggle with, but like, when you first kind of give that number, that number figure to someone, sometimes there's that shock value that it's like, holy shit, like, I don't know if I can drop that kind of money yeah. to look to, to like, to rebrand or whatever yeah. it is, what have you. But how is, how do you like relay that? Like, how do you showcase your value to these brands to be like, you know what, if you want to be a premium brand, you got to spend the money. Kind yeah. of thing. Like, how did, how do you do that? That's you... such a good question, man. It's such a good question. And like a really big one too. Like it, to me, man, Oh, so, another thing I say all the time, man, is like, there's people out there that will make a better logo than Tim and I will. Like, you, you know, you go on Dribble, go on Fiverr. You'll find people that do this stuff. Like, the, the main thing that you can sell somebody on is, is your emotions and your ideas and stuff. You know what I mean? Your process. Yeah. That's something that no one can rob you of. Sure. Like, I can go on Google right now and look up cheap-ass logo designs in Nova Scotia and find people that will do... You'll, well, get a, yeah, you'll get a similar end result in a microcosm of it. Right. You'll have something shiny to show people. Yeah. But will you have that like full toolkit of elements? Like when you go to a trade show in three months, like what do your banners look like? What does the booth look like? Like was that fleshed out yeah. or was that left to the wayside? Like when you, you know, just thinking of those things, like if you're building a brand like Alex on your last episode, like that's predominantly going to be living on clothing. It's like, do you have something that can be reproduced on clothing? Well, like that Yankees logo, like that thing's 3d puff stitch on a hat. Like if your intent is to sell hats down the road, 
was your logo and brand kit built in a way that you can 3D puff stitch it on hats? Right. Oh no, that's because you went on Fiverr. Like yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a process to this stuff, right? And like all these things that need to be figured out in the, the foundation of what you're working on. And like, I think at the end of the day, man, something that Tim and I are very strict about with all our projects is like selling a process. Mm -hmm. And if you, don't, if you don't believe in our process, then you're probably not a good fit for us because it, it, it's just, I don't know, man, I've got, I've got kids to put in college and shit. Like, so you need to, you, you need to pay what I'm worth. Like yeah. I have 20 some years of history behind me now, man. And like, it, it, it's important not to, not to sell somebody on the hours it takes to do something. It's because just because I'm bomb at doing it, yeah. I can only charge you three hours of work. It's yeah. like, no, you're paying for 20 years of work. Exactly. Like, you know, like you know what I mean? Saying, right. The napkin, right. It's like the, yeah. I think it's, I think you might've showed me that saying, I was like, well, why you sit down with Picasso? He's, Paint, they draw something on a napkin, takes them a minute, you charge you yeah. $40,000. The person says, well, why the hell would you charge that? It's like, yeah. Because it took me 20 years to learn how to do it that quick, right? And yeah. That's something that, I mean, even even you, you were what, like, when I did our my first client, like, first job with you. Yeah. Um, it was like, I remember when you were like, I have this budget to work with. I was, like, shocked. And I was like, holy yeah. shit, like, that's triple whatever I'm charging right now. And you're like, well, man, you're good at what you do. you got to be charging what you're yeah. worth. Like, yeah. Has it been, like, hard to transition from this is this was my hobby this is what i'm good at and to this is what i'm charging and i'm not going to barter with you at all because that's something i find a lot too is that a lot of people will be like well maybe we can work we can give you some some beers or some hats or something right like to, to kind of compensate for some pricing has that been a difficult transition for you like um you know i i there, there's a balance, right? And there's someone that made a chart. It's like a little triangle. It's like if you, you have to, they have to either be like great clients or want to do creative work or have a lot of money. It's like there's like a, there's like a little triangle yeah, thing and they have to check a couple boxes yeah. on this thing. Or you can like, only have two of them. Sort of yeah, thing. something like that. I, I'm probably butchering it, but it's something like that. And like at the <laughs> yeah. end of the day, man, like if someone has a whole bunch of money, but you can tell they're going to absolutely suck to work with, I'd, I'd rather be driving my four-wheeler than working with you. I just really don't <laughs> care. Like I, I, I so... So all that to say, like, Tim and I, if we see an opportunity to do something fun with someone, and it's like you can see you're going to make a real difference in their lives and they're going to be fun to work with, like, you know, we'll, we'll work for next to nothing to help good people and do fun stuff. Right. But, like, at the end of the day, man, like, we have, you know, we're all trying to get paid here. And, like, as an industry, when you have somebody down the road from you that's out here doing, like, work for a tenth of the budget, it's like, man, you're dragging all of us down. Yeah. Like, we're doing good work in this city. And, and across the board, like, people don't understand. Like, you know, you send someone a PDF deck with something in it, and, and they're like... Maybe thinking like, really, we spent twenty five thousand dollars on on a ten page deck or something. But it's like, like, were you there in the shower when I was crying, trying to figure <laughs> out like what to do? Like every 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 minute of my life thinking about this, like eating a steak dinner, and all I can think about is like how to sell your product. Like it doesn't stop. Like sure, the deck might have took two hours to put together, yeah. but you just chewed my soul apart for the last like three months. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah, like you have sure. you have to account for yeah, those things. For sure. And like even another thing, man, being a small shop, like. Like Tim and I are like even having a line item that's account management. Mm -hmm. That's in there now. Yeah. Like we have to manage this yeah. shit. Like sure we're designers and web designers and stuff, but it's like at the end of the day, like we're answering 500 emails to get a project across the finish line. Like we're doing the bookkeeping and sending stuff over to accountants and do it like, you know, there's accounting fees on this. <laughs> yeah. Like I, yeah. we've even you had clients all, right? question. It's like, well, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, <laughs> someone's going to manage the account. <laughs> No, that's like even like Kyle said too. It's like it's it's hard to, it's it's really tough to like manage that and like have. I lost my train of thought there. I read the can. Um, 
but like on the, yeah, on the nice. brain, beers on the brain it is i honestly i want to crack one of these open do it do it but, yeah uh, i like these something guys. about the accounting side what am i going to grab I'm Was going. All the clients are like, "What cans are you gonna grab?" I'm going hazy. I'm going hazy. Um, no, but like that. Back to the yeah, to the accounting point that it's like it's we do it. We have to do it all, and it's yeah. it's obviously there's value in hiring people and um, getting people that are that do, that are do that for a living and get them to do that. But then it's more overhead. It's it's more emotions involved your business. Like I remember circles back like that. I feel like that drive to Anna Ganesh that we did. Like I, we talked the whole time. I learned so much. Just like, yeah spitballing with you but like it comes back to just like the two-man team like i know you I, I you asked me like what are your goals it's like well, i'd love to build a team like i'd love to be able to manage a crew and you kind of like brought me back and we're like well right now it's covid i have no stress over firing people hiring people it's just tim and i so yeah um how's that been like building that decision like for you guys to kind of stay how long have you guys been in business uh, it's five or six years. Five or six years. Tim, don't kill me, man. I forget what it, I forget what we're at. I, we just passed <laughs> another anniversary. It was five or six. It's something like that. Something like that. It was How, like, like just yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Boys, yeah, cheers. I, it's yeah, good cheers, to be yeah, on here, yeah, guys. No, yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. 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 cheers, pal. Love me a lot, Jim. The cameraman. Cheers, bud. Joel, do you want a beer? No. Joel, have a cold <laughs> one, buddy. Yeah. And we haven't really met, mentioned Joel before. Uh, Joel, Joel Jennings, one of your production uh, assistants. Is that where we're going to get him the title of? PA? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, he's, yeah. He's got the sexy hair. He's a <laughs> good guy. Yeah, check him out. He's, uh, he's been helping <laughs> us out, managing all the cameras and making sure that we're still rolling and everything here. So make sure you take a second to check him out. Joel. Yeah, wow. a couple clicks for Joel. I uh, see I come on and all of a sudden your face is on camera, right? <laughs> having a beer. No. Oh, no, his face, his face still isn't making it. <laughs> Maybe we'll put him in the thumbnail. Yeah. It's just his pants and his arm reaching for a beer. It's Joel. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, I mean, yeah, I'm, and like you said, I'm stoked to have you on here too. It's, it's, I feel like I have all these questions running through my head trying to, trying to figure out what I want to ask you, but it's, it's just, even just having you on here, I have this conversation. Like, I feel like there's so many people in our industry that where there's such a, like, low barrier to entry into our industry that yeah. it's all really talent-based. I yeah. feel like there's so many avenues that you need to go down to really figure out, like, how do I do this? Am I doing this right? Like, yeah. And it's just really important to connect and have these conversations and make yeah. sure that's like, you get a better understanding of the industries because like yeah. i know when when you said that about like diluting the industry and making sure that the price everyone's pricing and building each other each other up like i feel like that's a big big like gray area right now um at least where we are in our stage is trying yeah. to make sure that we're charging the right amount and not undercutting the guys that are arguably doing better work than us or doing different work than us you know it's like it's one of yeah. those things that's really tough to tough to like or even people that you think are doing better work than you. Why are they doing better work than you? Like, what is it? You know, that, I, I don't, and that's a million-dollar question, right? Like, it's, you know, it's just because that comparison method, right? Like, that it's like, oh, well, we have all this gear. It's like, we should be doing better work. And it's, it's not really how – it doesn't always work that way. Um, yeah. I feel like there's definitely, like, for, for me individually at least, like, I've plateaued a little bit that I've – was, like, when I first started out, I was so passionate and was, like, editing and just doing yeah. videos for fun all the time. And then – you kind of hit that wrench where you're like, okay, well, I got to start doing this for money and yeah. I got to do like corporate work and it's not really as enjoyable. Yeah. And you kind of lose that passion a little bit. And now my passion really has shifted to growing our business and like expanding and learning these other avenues of like, okay, well, how can we generate more money and how yeah. can we make passive income and how can I have my family of five and a house that is built off of just this? And yeah, um, it's been great to have Kyle aboard because Kyle's new into the video, video industry and um, he's so passionate right now that it just kind of fuels both of us. Yeah. And 
Um, I don't know. That's it's kind of a little bit of a tangent for me to go on, but I think it's it just kind of comes back to just having someone to hold you accountable, and obviously you had that with Tim. Yeah. Um, man, you touched on a few things there that I, that we should totally talk about, man. Like the barrier for entry. Yeah. Is one topic that we should touch on because that's like really interesting, and then I also think we should talk about the. Uh, uh, like being held accountable. Mm -hmm. Like I'll go on that first as well. It's top of mind. But like, man, for me in my life, man, I've never needed someone to hold me accountable. And I think that that's an important mantra to have. Yeah. Like, you know, especially in the stupid COVID world that we live in now, it's like we're all stuck at home in our jammies and trying to be frigging, trying to motivate yourself to get up every day right. and do it. But that's like a fire that you have to have inside yourself to do that, right? Mm -hmm. And like, when I said to you about the work thing, it's like, why are people doing better work for you than you guys? It's like, why is someone doing better work than you? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, what is the answer for that? Because, I mean, some of the best videos out there are shot on, like, iPhones and yeah. shit. And they're just, you know, it, it, the, thing, the thing that you have to do and all of us have to do is sell our process and ideas. And that's the thing. Because every single person, like, I had a friend who's actually in my iMessages right this minute. Uh, he messaged me yesterday. He goes, I'm thinking of getting my girlfriend a, a nice camera. And she comes out riding with us and she's seeing the bangers I'm taking. And she's like, I want to get a nice camera too. And it's like, you have an iPhone 13. Yeah. You're going to be okay. <laughs> Learn to edit and yeah. how to frame a photo sure. properly. Right. Like exactly. it's not just going and getting a nice camera. You're going to, yeah, we all know you get the low <laughs> F stock. You're going to get some bangers. Yeah, but yeah. at the end of the day, like if you don't have an idea, you're nothing. No, you're just really. like everyone else on yeah. Fiverr that's doing shit. Like you have to sell your process. So Fluffing, when right? you got to fluff, you have to fluff, yeah. man. I'm yeah. the fluff master. I know. Like I, my I, decks I actually, are like <laughs> when I'm showing someone a logo, I kid you not, the deck's almost a hundred pages long. Yeah. I sit there and process the shit out of everything just to reveal something so that it seems, well, it is, but we're, we're, we're pulling the curtains back to how many hours it took to do this stuff. Really Show them everything. Yeah. Show them everything so that they understand you're crying in the shower like Ace Ventura, <laughs> man. It's like, we're trying to figure this yeah. out, you know what I mean? And like, that barrier for entry thing, man, is a huge one. And like, I think like, all of us like old head creative guys now, man, are all just bitching about this all the time because it's like, everybody's going around thinking they can do this stuff yeah. now. You know, that everyone can go on Wix now and build a site and it's like, oh, it's awful. Yeah. They're so bad. And like, but everybody thinks they can do this yeah. shit now. Mm -hmm. So like the only thing that will ever separate you from somebody else is your process and your ideas. Right. You know what I mean? So you really need to figure out how to relay You that. have yeah. to, man. Like even when we were doing that Keys video, it was like, there has to be some idea to this. Yeah. Otherwise, I know, we, otherwise yeah, I'll just, just stand down there and go like this. <laughs> <laughs> like transitions, it's like you know what, you know what I mean. Like you, yeah. ha you have to have some little thing baked in there. And Even that's the thing. Tiny. And that's the thing too that it's like it, it comes back to who you're working with and what your clients giving you. Because it's yeah. like with stuff like that, like that was literally a blank canvas, and yeah. it was like we were just like, all right, let's go to all these different bars and make these videos. But we didn't really know what story we were telling. Yeah. But once we kind of put that that uh, like ideology and like a like a timeline out, it just changed the whole dynamic of it, right? That yeah. it's like, okay, well we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing this, like there's a checklist to it. Yeah. More of a process and it's just, it's tough to showcase yeah. that process when I, I feel like like the first question any brand is, well, what do you guys charge? Yeah. You know, and it's like, you have to just respond with, well, this is, a, mm. this is the number. And it's tough to just, it's tough to be like, we're gonna put, put in, lay in this much groundwork before we even shoot. Um, like it, to showcase that all that pro, that whole process that goes into it, I find is kind of difficult. But yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's like it's like that's the first question, and it's like you don't even know us. <laughs> you know, like yeah, you're yeah. Selling, talking about selling the process, but you're also selling yourself. Like yeah. you need to be 
one of the biggest separators in, in business is like, do I want to work with these people? Like if you can be an approachable, good communicator, someone that brands just like are excited to work with, like that's a whole, that's a huge advantage in and of itself. So like when you get that question, yeah. first off, well, like well, how much is the, is one, is three 15 second videos and 80 pictures going to cost? It's like, well, first of all, A, you don't even know who we are. Yeah. B, like let's break this down to what you guys actually want what you actually need like it's so hard when when they ask for numbers and then you end up giving them a number and they well, don't people enjoy like the it, blunt truth though yeah, yeah like that sure. happens with tim and i all the time where people will come in with a number mm -hmm. and or, or even just coming in with something and if, and if we feel in our heart that it's not the right solution and this isn't just us being money hungry yeah. that's not what this is mm -hmm. if it's not the, if it's not going to make a difference in your world and not enhance your business so you could see some so what's, metrics what's on, the on what the hell's yeah. happening yeah. here, then like, is this the right fit? And being honest with people, man, people love that honesty. If you go to them and you're like, this isn't at all what you need, but then provide a solution for mm -hmm. them. Come to them with an answer rather than a, this isn't gonna work. And then all of a sudden, man, you, you've got them on the hook, right? You can start reeling them into like- I feel like that really, comes, that really comes with just experience too, right? Like it's, yeah. we're making the transition of trying to feel like we're experts in our field. And it's yeah. like, when these companies reach out and they're like, hey, we're looking for a, minute long hype video for our brand can you guys do that it's like well actually i think that'd be more valuable if you get four 15 second videos and you do like a campaign behind it right and figure out that yeah. that whole process of one off video isn't necessarily going to be the best thing for your, your company it would be great yeah. maybe like down the road it's like okay we can look back and remember we made that video blah 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 but yeah. it's like what was the roi like what did you how many eyes did you see like what story did you tell like how are people looking at your brand and that's been something that like we're trying to transition into this like, okay, we, we can come and just record with ha what's happening and throw something together. It'll be a banger, but what's like, you're, you're going to get like two comments on Instagram and no one's really going to purchase your product. Whereas yeah. like, we're trying to really turn transition that into like, okay, we're now building a campaign and we're rolling this out over a month and yeah. it just, it creates a better relationship with you and your client and you're better, you're going to get a better ROI on that too. And yeah. that's something that's been for us has been like a transition that we're still going mm -hmm. through and I think like we're year one. I think we're gonna keep going through that for the next probably two, three years. Cause like you said, it takes a while to really hone your skill set and figure out what what your value is really, right? And yeah. That's See, that videos a, video is a really interesting thing too. Like uh, sitting here with guys like you guys that are that kind of play in that space, it's like there has to be there has to be somewhere for the audience to go. You know what I mean? If your website's trash, like let's just say you're let's just say you're selling sweaters. Mm -hmm. And if your website is absolute trash and the content lures aren't there, there's nothing to hook someone onto anything, yeah. but you have a banging video, then what was the purpose of it? Mm -hmm. Like you help build some brand awareness, but if there's no way to convert anything, it, so it's, a, it, it, it's actually really interesting because I'm, kind of, I'm almost kind of like thinking this through in my head as we're going here, but it's like the, one of the things that's always been great for Tim and I is that we're, we create the foundation for a brand. Like the place that lures people back, yep. the outward facing brand, the website that's gonna convert sales, and then you guys come in and sprinkle the, the, the salt bay on top of it, man, and, like, and get people excited yep. about something. But if there's no way to funnel them into a sale or funnel them into something, yep. then what did you even do? Right? Like and that's, we have so many conversations that it's like, you have that, you give that price and you never hear back. And then you see uh, two weeks later that someone else is doing a video for them. It's like, yeah. well, fuck, like, why are we gonna keep giving out our prices if people are just gonna go out to someone else that's like undercutting us or, like, or just delivering it for a different price, right? Like, yeah. it's tough to be like, to show that and like, I don't know, like, it's, it, it just, there's no, there's no, I feel like there's no book 
there's no, there's nothing you can, there isn't. there's nothing you can reference to yeah. be like, am I doing this right? It's yeah. kind of such a new industry and like the industry standard for so long has been, well, we have this expensive brand, we got to spend this, all this money on this big crew for a commercial yeah. when we're trying to showcase that you don't need that big of a crew for a commercial, right? It's, yeah. It's been, it's like, there's no how to, and it's been, that's been the biggest thing is that, yeah, you can YouTube and, and go through all those things, but it's, I feel like it really comes down to just learning from your mistakes and just trying new shit and figuring out what works and what doesn't and building off of that, I guess, is, yeah. is the biggest thing. But I don't know, for me, it's, that's been, that's been our, my process right now is trying to figure out what the hell, what the hell we're good at and, and how can we make more money doing it, really. <laughs> what are we doing here? Well, yeah. really, though, it is. <laughs> what, and that, it, what are we doing, It comes bro? back to just being brutally honest. That yeah. like you want to be that expert, but it's hard when you're, you're forever feel like you're not, you're not doing it the proper way or like, there's a better way to do this, like you know. But there's always going to be that. Exactly, and that's like like the the key to anything in life, man. Whether anything, whether you're whether you're building a shed at your house or like or building a video for a company, it's like you you at the end of the day, man. You have to put your head on your pillow and know that you put everything into it, and that's all you can do. You know what I mean? If you're cutting corners and half-assing shit, and and, and you're sending stuff to a client that's like, ah, oh, man, you could have done a little better though. It's like get to a space where you couldn't be better. And it's going to take some blood, sweat, and tears. Maybe yeah. some unbillable hours happen to yeah. bring that product to where it needs to be. But you know what will happen eventually? You'll exude that confidence because you know every day that you're, that you're putting your head down your pillow and knowing that you did everything that you could possibly do to make this the most fire thing imaginable. Sure. And then the conversation is going to shift. You won't be sitting here saying, like, we want to, like, try to be sort of like the best a little bit. You'll be like, we're the yeah, best, yeah. man. We're doing everything that we can and, 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 and providing a top-notch product. And then, you know, my... Uh, my four-wheeling Instagram page is like a, a perfect example of that. Like, that's something I'm super passionate yeah. about. And that's it, been sick to watch that grow too over the past. Like, oh man, yeah, like you, it was. It came from nothing. Mm -hmm. It was just me. And and Tim would always make these little like these little like remarks and shit. He's like, like, like what are you doing? Like, what's your end goal with it? And like <laughs> now, now one of the largest retainers that we have at Dose came through a four-wheeling Instagram page where I sat there for three years, four years, five. I don't know a gazillion years taking photos yeah. and posting them up with really like, I kind of knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to get sponsored to ride and I probably have like 10 sponsors now and real companies paying dose real money to go make cool content on dirt bikes, yeah. four-wheelers, side-by-sides, boats, everything. And all that came through blood, sweat, and tears on an Instagram page. And it's like the funnest thing that I ever did. Yeah. And it's like, you had... You know, I, I know I'm kind of steering in a different direction right now, but like putting that stuff out there that you're super proud of yeah. and excited about, and the world will come back to you, man. And I, I don't know how you guys landed the Thunderbirds, but that's a really good example. Yeah. Like, what a kick-ass <laughs> client to have yeah. in your in your repertoire, man. You're for working sure. with the Thunderbirds, I man. Know. That's it's, dope. Yeah, like, it's, it's, that's for us, it's been unreal because it's given us that kind of brand identity that, like, when people look at us, they're like, oh, well, they work with the Thunderbirds, so yeah. like, clearly they're trusted. And yeah, yeah, no, I, that that happened. Just I reached out on Instagram when they launched that they were coming here and just said, hey, if you're looking for a videographer, like, let yeah. me know. And they ended up reaching out a couple weeks later and kind of all fell into place after that. Like, yeah, man. Kyle and I are fortunate. They were both kind of like hot. We were, grew up in hockey, so yeah. Like, being in the dressing room, being around those guys, like we fit in, like yeah. we fit in really well with the players, the staff, yeah. the ownership. Like it's it's just been an unreal relationship. But yeah, but yeah, no, that's that's one of those things too that it's like now. So we've been doing that, and now it's like now our eyes are set on like it's like okay, well the NHL's there, the NFL's there. It's like how do we how do we keep providing this unbelievable content for the NLL and then make that step so that we can keep being the better version of ourselves too, right? Yeah. Um, my goal, my, my goal Do you want me to give you my opinion? Because yeah. <laughs> I could. Yeah. Like, are sure. you trying to chase sports stuff? Is I, that kind of like? I've just been like, that's 
where I and what I enjoy. Like just yeah. going to the events, being around all the, the fans, like just like being in the locker room for me has been yeah. like it's just been rejuvenating. It almost feels like I'm like falling in love with another sport again. Yeah. Like um, kind of miss that hockey camaraderie that's you get in the dressing room. So for me, yeah. I love the sports industry. I know Kyle's passionate about it too. Like I love to I just like being around the sports storytelling and yeah. like it just when you're recording shit like that, you're in a rink with the lighting's unreal, the jerseys look sick, the yeah. team's doing unreal stuff. It's like, how do you it's not energy, make, how, do you, how do you not put like a banging song on and just make that look cool? You know, yeah. like so for me, like that's been the biggest thing is that I really enjoy so, it. So what is your what is your website? Let me let me oh, go on God, your ass. Don't look at that. No, no, I'm going on. We're doing this in real time right now. What is it? UnchartedCreativeMedia.com. Let me see. It does not match any of our branding at all. I, I we're gonna we're gonna do a we're gonna do a critique in real time. And that's been a thing too. Is like we haven't. Really. Matt, you've done so good at like. Is it is that those. you guys? Yeah. It's not even your logo. I know. We don't even have our. Logo. Oh, we don't boys, have our logo boys. <laughs> yeah. so, we're still like bouncing around through like finding our identity too, and it, it comes back to just like that thing of like when you ask, do you guys want to stay in sports? It's like, well, yeah, because it's what we enjoy, but yeah. like. We I, we're just still finding out our identity and what we're what our niche is and yeah. like I feel like we can't it, we can't depict that over our branding like you know it's like we can't relay that we I don't want to set up our branding in stone and then be like we're stuck to this this is who we are okay I'm gonna give you all the answers right now I'm like an oracle over here so Burberry <laughs> yeah. did you see the rebrand that they went through like a year ago mm -hmm. have you seen the Burberry rebrand. It looks like a lot of the other like fashion companies yeah. now. It, yeah, it's, it's like a Versace it, kind of like. Well, a, it, it. Let's let's look this up too. I'm gonna show I'm gonna can. show you guys this thing. So so Burberry. Uh, Burberry for like uh, man I don't know they look like one of those companies that's like they've been around since Jesus it's like like a million <laughs> yeah, years, yeah. but like Burberry their logo used to look like this right here. They ha it, it, it was hyper stylized. Yeah. It had this horse and this guy with this baton right. and everything oh, and like and now they're this. And the reason that they went this way is because it's more generalist. Like, it, it, it allows them, like, we, we live in this world now where, like, you know, you guys know, man, people, clients need video work every three days, new campaigns, new ideas, TikTok and all this, you know, all this <laughs> shit. They have to exist in a million channels at yeah. once. There's so many ways that a brand needs to, needs to connect with the consumer. Mm -hmm. so, what, so one of the smartest things you're seeing happening with a lot of these brands now is... Their trademark, their icon, their logo is stripped back. It's Helvetica. It's simple. It doesn't say anything new. It's like a street sign. It, it says nothing. It doesn't have an identity. And then it allows all the channels underneath of it to grow and morph and, and change as, as the times change, right? So, you know, like the answer for you guys is probably just like a very stripped back. 365 did a good job of it. The, the yeah. logo is minimal. Yeah. It's nothing. Well, that's like what I've been saying too is that I've, I've really just loved like the minimalist, like even just uncharted, you know, yeah. like just like just breaking it down. Well, it just... allows you to do anything. You so can get I'll, into cage fighting. I'll you can get you, into I'll anything. ask your opinion, Matt, when you like with our this being our podcast, do you think it's ridiculous that we branded it under like the rising tide rather than uncharted? Mm, probably not, no. No? I'd, I'd, well, I don't know. It depends. Like, if, 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 if your, if your podcast fell under Uncharted, it, it, 
it could potentially pigeonhole you from being able to explore new things with your podcast in a few years. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you guys, if you guys end up deciding you want to hyper focus on sports, then all of a sudden your podcast better only be sports yeah. related. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. Where right now the rising tide thing, it's like about entrepreneurs and about entrepreneurial mindsets and stuff. So it can, it can, it can live as an external entity right. from, from the company and allow it to kind of do its own thing. But I mean, it's still plugging back to your company exactly. at the end of the day. Yeah. No, and like, and that's the thing too. It's like for us, my thought process is that like, if we say we're the Uncharted podcast, um, guys like Matt, Re Matt and Riker aren't maybe might not be as inclined to come on our podcast because it's it's promoting our brand, like our our media brand, and not so much yeah. as like this platform where it's all cohesive and for everybody, right? Like, yeah, you know what I mean, and like. That like even the rising tide like for me it's not even just entrepreneurs like it's I want to just have conversations with people to to share stories like, yeah um, it comes back to like you when you were saying like uh, you didn't really know what you wanted to do and like you were trying to find your identity you're going down the wrong path like I kind of went through the same thing like I failed at university bounced around some different jobs was a garbage man for a bit like did all this shit that I didn't want to do and there was I, there wasn't really any any like. When you get out of high school, your first thing is go to university. You'll figure it out from there. Yeah, the template. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I really want to. It sounds corny, but I really want to just have a platform that like people can reach out and be like, "Oh, I didn't even know that was a job." Like, yeah. You know, like like when you were coming out of high school, like what like obviously like, did like uh, social media has obviously come a long way since then. But not buddy, buddy, not we were we were over there with cups and strings. <laughs> right, but like like coming out, you would never know that like digital design would be such a lucrative career path right yeah. like um so that's just something i want to showcase all these different avenues like to have people like yourself have yeah. athletes on have like alex mcclain like i'll show these different entrepreneurs that yeah. found what they're passionate about and kind of just went out worth from there and yeah that's been my biggest thing is why i want the rising tide to be separate from uncharted and yeah kind of answered my own question for you there but i, just, I did <laughs> want to hear your opinion because like like i said you're like you're a brand guru obviously like you you work with some big brands and help with the foundation and that's something that we're still trying to build is our foundation so yeah yeah i don't know that's uh yeah branding is a tough one tough one i've always had like <coughs> i've always been amazed at what uh what graphic designers and like brand developers like you can do because it's really taking you're you're, you're creating something that didn't exist before whereas yeah. like video we're sort of either telling a story or just like showcasing something that already exists where it's like you're literally creating something from nothing and to be able to conceptualize and then put to get together like a, a good design and all that it's, has always been like really mind-blowing to me and something yeah. that I have a lot of respect for. So like you guys, I mean, you guys do awesome shit. So, um, well, like one yeah, of the, in the, one of the, the bits to our process that we walk our clients through that a lot of, that a lot of them, a lot of people don't understand this. Like they think, they think that this is a brand, and it's not. It's a trademark for a brand. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of people don't understand that distinction. Like, they come to us and, and they're like, we need a design done. And I'm like, what? And they're like, well, we need, we need a, a, a brand made. And I'm like, like, what a brand is, like by definition, is a person's gut feeling about a product, service, or entity. So you can, so you can sit here and say like, you know, let's just say, let's just use Uncharted for, for example. Like you could sit here and say like, oh, we're, we're the best uh, sports guys that make videos for sporting companies and stuff. But if your audience thinks you're generalist and that you don't really play in the field of sports, then your brand isn't that. Yeah. It's, it's not the sports gurus. Right. Mm -hmm. your, your brand is how your audience perceives you. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, like people that do it really well would be like Apple, obviously. Yeah. Like they've curated this idea. You know, they're, maybe they're not the best example. What, what would be a good example? What would be a good example would be like Pepsi and Coke. They almost taste the same. Mm -hmm. Most people can't even tell them apart. One's red, one's blue, and you buy into this idea of a brand. Yeah. Or like Budweiser, you know, not that the beers taste the same, but like Budweiser versus Corona kind of thing. It's like Corona has positioned themselves as being a, a, the brand for the beach. Yeah. It's like when you think of Corona, like they give you the sun hat yeah. in, the, in, yeah. your, in your two four, yeah. and like every picture is some hot girl down on a beach somewhere. They do it with intent. It's right. not by accident. No, course, they're no. very intent with the way they're curating their marketing. Everything's green water, sun hats. Yeah, well, when you see it, when you, see, when you see, you could see a, a Corona commercial, and before there's even a beer in the commercial, you know it's for Corona, right? 100%. Waves, yeah, water, yeah. all that yeah. stuff, right? Where, like, yeah. a company like Budweiser, like, they play in that, like, sports world. It's like the, com the Budweiser commercial at the Super Bowl. It's yeah. like the cheering. The, they just feel different. And, they, and, and it takes time to, to do that. Like, we'll get clients that come to us and they think, like, we're going to, like, build Rome in a day. It's like, you need to start training your audience to perceive you a certain way. Right. And that comes through, like, great content like you guys are creating. It, it takes time to start getting them to understand that. And, like, if you do a good job and do a good job building the foundation of a brand, you're, 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 you're getting the right foot in the door early and you're going to start... You're, you can't drop the ball anywhere. You can't have like a really cool website and a business card that's printed on on friggin', friggin' Vista print for five cents. Yeah. It's like if you have a if you have a a, a a great logo and a great website and great merchandise, have the friggin' five dollar business card. Like make make, make interactions yeah. that are meaningful with right. people, right? And like trying to curate everything in a certain way. And like I I think that that's like a a, a, a super important thing to do is to just make sure that like you're not dropping the ball anywhere. And then back to the Apple thing, it's like Apple, they're the masters of branding. Yeah. They don't drop the ball anywhere, man. Like their phones, their watches, everything's consistent. It, the, the way they talk about their products. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? This well, yeah, well, it's the language, right? It's the culture. Like they've built that culture. Right? Yeah. That it's like, well, if you're, if you're doing something premium, you need to have an Apple product, right? Like that's basically how they've perceived it. Or like, re, pre, uh, portrayed it like, yeah. for the general masses, right? It's just like, we're the top brand and we're gonna continue to deliver. And that's been like, a thing with us is like, we're still so new to learning this industry that when we're make, putting these podcasts out and it looks unreal and the audio is still shit, it's like, fuck, like are we dropping the ball? Like are people gonna think like, oh, yeah. those guys don't actually know what they're doing? Like it's one of those things that it's, we're showcasing that we're learning and growing and yeah. I'm hoping that it's being perceived that way and not yeah. like, oh, these guys, Shit audio, you know, like good show, shit audio. You know, yeah. like one of those things that it's just trying to really ca like be the premium in any, in all the categories that we're hitting. And it's tough that this is still so new to us, but people expect, expect it to be good because our content's really good and our equipment's really expensive, but we're still learning how to- Nah, like, you'll figure it out you know, though, man. You know what I mean though? Like it's- yeah, We're essentially- a How old are you guys? It's the process. 20, I'm 27, yeah. Yeah, 26. I mean, you guys are just young. Oh yeah, we go, right? Yeah. We go, right? And uh, it's it's just I, I hear you though. You, know yeah, I mean? you have just, you have to put the best yeah. out there. And like we're trying to find our foundation, and our foundation really for me, it like for, I will speak for Kyle too that we're generally good good guys to get along with. Like we're good to work with. Yeah. Um, and that we want to really showcase that on this, right? And it's it's ho I'm hoping that that's kind of how it's coming across. But well, will man, like you know, Gary V always says, man, if if you wait until it's perfect. 
nothing's ever going to happen. No. It'll never be perfect, no. man. Yeah. And that, and that's a good way to live life by. You should you should never plateau. No, like man. once you start once you start getting to a space where it's like, man, this is so good. Yeah, a, where where can you improve and constantly try and improve? And it's hard to do, but yeah. like. You know, man, you, I, I think you guys are doing a great job. The audio has been that, butt sauce, for sure. But, I mean, we got some shiny new mics <laughs> yeah, on yeah, here now. So, we and that's what you got to do, man. It's a learning yeah. curve. And yeah. then, you know what you can do? You can take this passion that you have here and bring it to your clients next week. Yeah. You have to do this stuff, man. Yeah. This is what it is. It's, that's how creatives need to be, man. Like, once you feel yourself running dry and, like, the juices aren't flowing anymore, it's like, get out and do something new. Yeah. Spin a globe, drop your finger, go there and get inspired. Is that like, right? why you're going to put the can out Nah, <laughs> man, that was that was a little more thought through, man. Sharon's been in front of the laptop, like bleeding eyes, trying to figure out where the hell we're gonna go, man. This is this was, uh, yeah, this is just like, man, like these kids, man, they've been home, like, they're you know, man, like they they've been out of school for like eight of the last ten weeks and stuff, and then we got the Rona, so then we were all friggin' locked you in the house. Oh not, man! Yeah. When did you When did you get it? Uh, I still don't know. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this right, kind of yeah. no, no, no. This would have yeah, been <laughs> touching touch every can. <laughs> yeah. No, this would have been like three or four weeks ago yeah. now. Which so we're like super immune. So we're yeah. like, man, no, let's go get rejuvenated and get out of here. Fair enough, man. That's like that's been my thought process too. I got over Christmas, and I was just like. Fuck! I just I'm walking around with my mask off. It's like I can't get it. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, yeah. I'm jealous you're going summer sunny. Man. Oh, it was time, man. Yeah. It was like I just need like I feel it, man. I feel it. You know, I uh, I get that creative block all the time, all the time, man. And like I I think I I look to my kids for inspiration often. Uh, I've got this this interesting thing that happened, man. Like probably, geez, what would it be? I guess it'd be like nine or 10 years ago in my last relationship, she had a son. So I had a stepson way back in the day. And I'll never forget this day. He was sitting at the, the kitchen table eating a chicken nugget, okay? He takes two bites out of the chicken nugget on the top and he holds it up and he goes, he goes, look, a boat. And started going like this because it kind of had like this kind of arched top to it. Yeah. And I was like, man, like the, the creativity that children possess, you know what I mean? They, yeah. they haven't been jaded yet. They like, the, the world doesn't opinion. beat them down and and put and, and tighten the sandbox on them. You know what I mean? Like the world's their oyster still. Yeah. And like I try to kind of like channel that kind of like Peter Pan that I have in me a little bit, man. Like you have to be excited about life, yeah. and it'll come through in your work. And then yeah. as soon as like as soon as life sucks, and like you just you have to switch it up. Because yeah. if you're off, if you're if you're if clients are paying you good money. And you're and you're just down in the in the ditches, man. It's just you're not going to create good stuff. You have to find a way to get creative. And like I see it with you guys, man. Like out playing pond hockey and stuff. Like a few weeks ago, I'm over there like just. Mm. And then I look you're out there playing puck. I'm like this guy, man. He's getting the juices flowing. Yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's a really good example because we made that video and like nobody paid us to do that. But, yeah, like, we were just having fun. We're getting views on TikTok though. And... <laughs> TikTok. Have you ventured into that world at all? Because I feel, uh, like, you'd, nah, I feel like you'd fucking really thrive there, man. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just like, Especially it's an interesting even thing. Even like your hero content that you put on your stories, like that content could live so well on TikTok, I think. Yeah. Like, you're just so like blunt and raw. That, yeah. Like, it's, it, I think people would really resonate. Oh, with I'm, I'm sure they would, man. Yeah, but I mean, I'm it's, so bad for this too, for like preaching that and being like, I haven't posted anything really about what I do on TikTok. It's all just kind there's of... There's so many places to exist now, yeah. man. It's like... It's a lot to keep track of, for sure. And, and you know, like if, if you're doing with intent, like I'm at a stage in my life, I'm 36 years old now, man. And like, like I said, three kids... You know, Sheridan's murdering it right now, man. Like, absolutely crushing it. 
dose all of our clients. It's like, it's like trying to figure out how to spend my 24. It's like, you know, you look at, you know, Tony Robbins will talk about that, man. It's like just, everyone has the same 24 hours. And like, you look at a guy like Jeff Bezos, it's like, how did this man do it? And he takes so much flack. Everyone's always like, this guy with all his money. It's like, I don't know, he started it in a garage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you just because yeah. he built an empire. But it's like, everyone has that same amount of hours in a day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what are you going to do with those hours? And I'm just opting to not spend it on TikTok. I just, I just said, man, <laughs> I've got fair. a YouTube <laughs> channel. I've got freaking, I've got, I need a new phone with more Instagram accounts now because I've got too many on my phone now. I had to log out to do something for someone else now. Are you, do, you guys, do you guys manage accounts too? Is that, yeah. that something you do? Yeah, man, we've got a bunch of accounts we're managing and just like trying to work every day and then trying to like offer my three kids like a bit of a good father. It's like, that's difficult. And trying to be a good husband. It's like, when oh you're my managing God. these accounts, are you only doing it for brands that you're building the voice for? Like, cause that's something that like we've been asked to do is manage accounts. It's like, I don't feel comfortable do managing this, uh, Taylor company's account because I don't, yeah. I'm not passionate with suits. You know? yeah. And I'm like, not going to be able to answer the questions the way that something yeah. that works there. Like, how Absolutely. Do you, how do you guys kind of manage that? Uh, I guess we've probably been fortunate enough right now to not be asked doing what we wouldn't want to do. Like yeah. it's, you know, we feel comfortable doing what we're doing right yeah. now. Uh, Tim and I, Tim and I threw like, I don't know, man, like I guess, yeah, I don't know, man. Sometimes I'm just like, sometimes I, I, I'm just like, man, the, the universe just works in mysterious ways, man. It's like for a living right now, I'm driving four-wheelers and motorbikes, and Tim's riding mountain bikes. Yeah. It's actually crazy the way that all this kind of came to be. Yeah. And we put that stuff out there, and it came to us. So, like, when we're, you know, Tim can fluently speak about mountain bike stuff to anyone in the world because he loves it, man. You see this guy's mountain bike course in his backyard. It doesn't even make sense. No, like, you would swear to God. Like, this guy's 35 years old. And it's, just, you know, it's crazy, man. <laughs> it's a playground. Tim, playground. man, it's crazy. But, but uh, yeah, I, you know, we're, we don't have enough time to manage accounts that we wouldn't be right. able to do fluently. Right. And I wouldn't want to even do it. i just tell him straight up. We're going to do a half-ass job. Find someone that can post for you. For sure. Like do you, you guys ever contract people out to do stuff like that? Is that, uh, is that something that we've been trying to, like, little figure bit. out that structure, right? It's like... Do we start taking on this work and just finding the right people for the jobs? Do we just turn it down? Like it's it's one of those weird situations where you want to say yes to everything, but yeah, you don't want to be doing shit that you don't necessarily want to do. And it, it man, that's a yeah. weird space. Yeah, and you know why? Because Tim and I talk about this often too, man. It's like, how do you if you if if I just go out and hire Joe Blow to manage Instagram accounts and Facebook accounts and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, He's going mm -hmm, like like I'm already there. Like, yeah, you're right. No, but like, 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 like good point. <laughs> good point. I'm not there yet, but no, but like that that person needs to be a master in that field. Yeah. Like when someone's on the Liberty account talking about uh, the latest side by side that's out. There's not many, like, could you do that? No. Like, I couldn't hire you to do that. No. You don't know anything about CCs and engines. And you can make it look cool. Like, not that I know everything <laughs> about, but it's like, it's like, you ha like, someone has to kind of talk to you. end up getting the side-by-side -side that you, we went to Anaganesh, we stopped at that place. And <laughs> <laughs> you took a picture no. that said the sold sign to say <laughs> No, I didn't, man. I didn't. I'm running out of room in the freaking driveway, man. My driveway is fire right now. You should see it. It doesn't even make sense, man. I don't have a big enough driveway to fit all this shit. I am going to get a side-by-side at some point because the kids are like, Daddy, I can't even leave the house without them anymore. I'm trying to go do dope stuff, and the kids won't let me out of the driveway anymore, so I'm going to have to get like some big limousine side-by-side here at some point. So, yeah, it's an 18-seater fucking side-by-side. Yeah. yeah um, no. <laughs> no, that's fucking, that's funny. But yeah, no, it's, uh, you've been, you, I guess circle back a little bit. 
Dose. I just want to kind of like come back because we keep talking with Tim and Dose and we haven't really touched on like how that came to be. Um, how, where did Dose come from? Uh, so, try, so I, when I came out of school, um, everyone in the class was offered a work term. Now we had to kind of, I, I forget how it worked. I think the teachers aligned us with companies that they thought would be a good fit for us. And rest in peace to Chester Golick. He passed away last year, but he was the first man that gave me like a real chance in the design world. So he was the creative director and owner of a company called Chester and Company, just down the street here. Okay. And uh, he brought me in as a junior designer, man, in 2008. So what's that, 14 years ago now? Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, and man, I'll never forget it. I, I, uh, it was so funny. I, I remember my very, very first day of work. Like I was going in there and like, I didn't know what to expect. Right. So I'm standing there in a brand new P coat I bought from R and W and go and stuff. <laughs> Got these little leather shoes on there and I'm waiting at the bus over in the hood in Dartmouth over there. I'm over <laughs> in like in some little spot in Dartmouth. And, uh, I was standing there and <laughs> bird shit right on my shoulder. Like huge shit all down me. And I'm like, my life is jinxed. I was like, this is ridiculous. First day of work, this happened. So then come to find out that a bird shitting on you is actually good, good luck. luck. And this right? happened, me getting onto the bus of my very first day of work. So in actuality, man, it was almost like fate. It was like that bird shit on me is like a sign that I'm about to murder this stuff. <laughs> yeah. And so anyway, I went, I went in. The bird said that guy. He's the guy. He's the chosen one. He's the chosen one. Just levitates into the bus, right? But... uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I went to work at Chester and Company, and then shortly thereafter, this new web guy started, and he was like a, a, the web designer guy, and uh, that was Tim. And then Tim and I became like super tight buds at Chester and Company. Um, that's another interesting thing, you know, like I, I say super tight buds. We were like work buddies. Like yeah. Tim and I have always had a distinction. We, we, we've never really hung out much, much outside of like the yeah. professional kind of workspace kind of thing. It's kind of mean too. Yeah, like, you know, we, you know, we... We, uh, back in the day, like at parties, we'd see each other and at work and stuff, but like we never really did other activities yeah. together. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, man, like fast forward a bunch of years later, like when we separated from Chester and company, Tim went on to be like design lead at a bunch of different spots like Revolve and stuff like that on their web projects. And then, uh, I was working at another agency at the time and I was just kind of, I was feeling like I personally plateaued at the shop that I was at. Uh, I was surrounded by the best people in the world, man, like the coolest people, like my boss there, Ryan and Jay and, excuse me, every person in that building was so inspiring, so amazing, like Bruce Whelan, my creative director, it was awesome, and, uh, and uh, anyway, man, I was at, I was starting to, to kind of explore the idea of going out on my own, mm -hmm. and kind of half-locked in a retainer, and by half-locked in, I mean, it was like, it was basically locked in. I, I knew that if I left, I'd have a, enough money to float for a while. Right. And, uh, but it was a crazy time in my life, man. Like I had just had Theodore, or no, Theodore was just about to be born. We had just bought an expensive house, like expensive to us. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and here I was, man, with this, this opportunity. I was like, do I jump out on my own? I know I'm good for a little bit, but like I have a family. Like how, what am I doing? Yeah, I'm good on my own, but is, is that yeah. and then and then, I, and then I, uh, and then Tim flipped me a message one day. He's like, let's go grab a coffee, shoot the shit. And I didn't really know much about what Tim was doing. I hadn't heard from him in a while. And uh, Tim and I went and sat down at Starbucks and come to find out that Tim had kind of been doing his own thing for a few years at the time. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I kind of told Tim about where I was at. And he was like, man, we would be a dream team. Like our, our skills overlap, but not much. Mm -hmm. So it's like, 
we, we've cast the net wide, like uh, not generalists, yeah. but like we've cast the net wide that like every company in the world needs what we offer, mm -hmm. every one of them. So, so we went out, man, I took the leap. I, I, and it was a brutal phone call. I, I called my boss up and said, uh, I love you guys, but I'm out. I, I have to spread my wings and fly here, man. Like I, I have to do this. I was 30 or something at the time, about 30-ish. And, uh, and yeah, man, I, I put my two or three weeks in and like no one was like overly thrilled to see me go, but, it, but everyone at the same time was like, they nurtured this and they nurtured this idea of being hustlers and like going and chasing your dreams. Yeah. So I was like, what can you say to me? I'm chasing my dreams yeah. right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, you gotta just let, you gotta, you gotta. And anyway, man, Tim and I got started. And I'll never forget that first day in the studio. Cause we were, you know, working in separate spaces. Tim was in Bedford and I was out in Hubley. And I remember that first day in my studio sitting there and just being like, oh my God. What did oh. I do? I was just sitting there. I'm like awkwardly like Kermit sipping my tea. I'm like, what did I do? And then, and then, man, we hit the ground running. It took us a few weeks. It was probably like three weeks to like kind of understand the flow and everything. Yeah. And then we haven't looked back, man. It's been awesome. Is that exciting to hear? Knowing that we're on a similar path? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, first I, month was rough. But yeah. I, I, oh, we couldn't pay ourselves. We had no money. Yeah, yeah no. Because, because invoices were open. Nothing wait, was getting paid. Wait, so. wait you, you guys are getting paid? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. It was it, it, like the first couple of months. Like oh, yeah. I remember Tim at one point messaging me going, bro, we're, like, we can't take out that full pay. Like we're going to have to like skimp by for a little yeah. bit until these invoices start flowing. And like, and yeah, man, it's. I don't know, man, five years later, and, like, I wouldn't do it any other way, man. Like, I, I'm the master of my own universe at this point. Like, like, um, like I said, man, an hour ago or whatever the hell it was, it was, like, talking about just doing the best thing that you can do. Yeah. Like, put, you know, it takes, it takes hard work, but, like, just, I don't think there's been too many days in my life where I put my head down on my pillow and thought and, like, had a regret. Like, I feel like I've pretty much lived life without regrets. Yeah. And I think that that's a, a really neat mantra to kind of exude in this universe is, like, no, like, just live life with no regrets. Like, even if you fall and stumble, learn from it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, f be a better version of you after the yeah. stumble. And, and, and I think that's, like, a really important thing in business, man. If, if, you, if there's, like, relationships that you, you chased that didn't end up being what, you know, didn't end up being what you'd hoped they were, shake hands, wish them the best, yeah. go the other way. Just kind of find your niche, kind of find your pocket, put that good stuff out there. Yeah. And, and Well, there's a saying that's so you grow through what you go through. And yeah. I think that's so important that it's like you don't, you don't really know what you have until you go through the, hard, the hardships and, yeah. and the failures, right? It, it humbles you and you're like, it, it brings you back to kind of square one of like, okay, well, that's, that's, thought, that's a hinder there. Let me see how I can pivot and figure out, figure out and learn from that, right? Yeah. It's, it's important. That's something that like I've, I really have tried to tried to do too. Like I said, failed at university, didn't know what I wanted to do, really felt like a loser for a really long time, probably yeah. like two, three years of just being like, I'm a waste of a human. And then it's like, you kind of circle back to find out what you're passionate about and for things to start to fall in place, yeah. it feels right, right? Like it's, it's nice. Those are the interesting stories though, yeah, man. It is. If, like, if, if, if I opened up the book of Riley and it was like, yeah, you had a rich dad and floated through life and things were great, it'd be like, ugh, that sucked. Yeah. Like the best <laughs> right? stories are yeah. the ones, man, where like there's climaxes and story arcs and fumbles and comebacks. And like, those are the most interesting chapters to read, man. Yeah. Like, and that's, yeah, it's just been something that I've tried to, it's just, is to learn and just always be open to learning, be open-minded, yeah. right? It's just, you're never the you're oh you're an expert but you're not you don't always know everything so always kind of just be open minded and, and keep learning what you can and learn yeah. from your mistakes right yeah it's a big thing for sure really buddy thing. Big time. yeah 
Dose. I want to ask though, with the, the logos, the, it's two. Is it, it's meant to be like just the two of you? Is that? It is. <laughs> yeah. It is because I said to Kazik, there's the S, the backwards two. It's like there's there's something here. There's there's. A well, that, yeah, that was kind of the idea yeah. of it. Was that it was the two of us, and we're just gonna do stuff our own way. So it's flipped around and be the S. And I, I always kind of laugh at two. I'm like, if we add someone in, we can turn the E into a three. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we can make it work. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, we're, we're starting trio media next week. <laughs> <laughs> Twa. Twa. <laughs> yeah. Twa. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, hey, Tim and I, I think you asked the question earlier and I kind of skipped over it, like that idea of growth and kind of like how did we decide to kind of keep it as it is. And yeah. that's that's been something that like, it's almost like every November, December, Tim talked about it again. It's like next year, or like, are we gonna grow this thing? Or like, and <laughs> it's a funny thing, man. Like oftentimes we'll, <laughs> well, we'll sit down with clients, like yeah. we'll sit down with like my father-in-law, like it doesn't matter who it is, but people will be like, so when are you growing? It's like, well, the account's growing. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Like it's- Yeah, we're sitting on the number in the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I, you I, know I, I stay the same? 50%, love it, right? Well, I see, <laughs> man, hey, to each their own. Like I, I, I think Tim and I could rise to gazillionaire status quicker if we put people underneath of us, but I think that a part of, a part of the, the, uh, the allure of working with us is as the two of us, right. and the, you know, you don't. The whole point, and it's in every one of our <coughs> proposals that we send out in RFPs. It's like the whole point of working with us is that you don't have to go through Karen at the front desk to like talk to a creative. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, at the it's, typical it's agencies, man, there's there. like, you know, there's HR and there's accounts people, and then the accounts people relay it to a creative director, and then he spills the beans to an art director and a writer, and then they talk to designers who talk to junior designers. It's like, what? Just <laughs> like so, when you talk to Tim and I, it's like. You know, that account management line is us on the phone all day with you guys figuring these things out. But like, you get to the root yeah. of the creative minds yeah. without all those barriers, right? For and sure. like, I just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe my stance will change one day, and I'll be like, hey, I just want to just hang out in my truck all day and make cool phone calls with a laptop over here. <laughs> I, I don't know. But right now, like, I really like doing design work. Yep. Like, I. I find, man, that without designers, the world would be like a super ugly place. Absolutely. And like, I, I like to think that. If I'm having fun doing this and you know, the bank account's good and we're you know, making investments that are gonna, gonna see my kids and, and Tim's children through, through school in the future and stuff like that, then I don't know. I, I, like to, to me, life is all about collecting smiles. I, 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 I stand by that, man. Like I, I think you, know, you, 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 know, you see like uh, Matt and Riker there that just went over to, to Uganda, going, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. You see those kids dancing out there in the dirt, man? Yeah. Not a penny to their name. Smiling, kicking balls around like life's simple, right? And I find sometimes we, we, we like put the constraints on ourselves that like hold ourselves back and, and make us feel a certain way when like really at the end of the day, like it's just about just finding inner happiness yeah. and that's going to exude in your work. 100%. And, like, yeah, no, I, that's I played a huge part in me wanting to get you on here is just because I knew that like you, you just exude that and like your, your vibe is just so passionate and just happy and that's just like it it resonates and it's something you feel it kind of rejuvenates us like it's i was, I was stoked to get you on for this so it's, yeah i appreciate you coming on man it's been it's been good so far but, yeah yeah we'll have to get you on again too with tim i don't know hey, how, anytime, how long we've been rolling for here too just so to keep Okay. Any more questions? Go do one out in the woods on some four-wheelers. <laughs> hey, man. I've, been saying, I've, never, I've yeah. never actually been four-wheeling, weirdly enough. What? I've never been four-wheeling. Really? No. Never have. He's like, don't know anything, <laughs> <laughs> like, don't anything about yeah. truck rounds. His three-year-old son's been out more than you have. Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I feel like it's one of those things that, like, if your family does it, you do it. And if your family doesn't do it, then, like... 
Well, we we've built like a like a whole group of us. Yeah, well, and that, like that's a thing. it's it's like to us to us I, it's kind of a funny thing to get anyone on this podcast room, but like to us, man, it's become like a lifestyle, mm-hmm. and it's really cool because every person that we go out with now takes pride in how their machines look, and all I want to do is take cool pictures. Yeah. So yeah. like, if everyone was out driving on like busted ass Hondas and everything, yeah, like, you're like, you're like, yeah, but yeah. like everyone's on these tricked out the rigs now, man. Like everyone's got crazy lights and wheels this big yeah. and like everything done. So it's like a lot of fun to go out and make content with everyone. I know my, like, uh, my, my roommates, my roommate, like Chad, obviously, he's, yeah, like, yeah. he's been trying to get you out there too. He wants to yeah. go because he's like, he's like, just looks like it's fun. He's, yeah. he's like, but he said his, your style of four-wheeling is different than most people's style of four-wheeling because you go out to get stuck, right? Right? Yeah, man. I just want to get stuck. <laughs> yeah, <and I> <laughs> it's expensive, though, man. <laughs> Holy frick. Yeah. Shouts out James, my buddy, man. He's a good friend of mine who's an awesome mechanic, and he's the only reason we can do this stuff. Like, without James, I would have been bankrupt a year ago, man. Like, there's yeah. there's no way I could afford need, to do this. James. It's crazy. We're breaking. <laughs> like, we just go out and break everything and then haul each other out and cry about it. James fixes <laughs> it. If you're with people, because there's a lot of time you'll go by yourself, you're like, and it's like, it's so, I don't know, speaking of learning, you obviously don't learn off those things, because you'll throw up a story and be like, I'm out here again by myself. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how I got here. Don't know yeah. why I'm out here. Yeah. But- yeah, but no, no. those those solo rides are usually a little more tame. Though. I don't. Wanna... <laughs> I remember, yeah, because I remember you showed me the video of you eating shit somewhere back in the woods too oh, by yourself. Yeah. I had the drone going. Like I had the drone. <laughs> I had the I had the Fuji set up and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's shit. it's funny, man, when you're out shooting by yourself. Just like what the great lengths you have to go through yeah. to like create some content. Yeah. Like I'll have like a tripod set up with a food. Like everyone else is like. <laughs> Like what? And I, I'm out here. I've got food yourself. I've got a drone in the air, looking down on the field. Like you, a go, yeah. GoPro here, GoPro on the back, like all this. Some yeah. cameras to hit record on. Yeah. on. It's fun though, right? Yeah. It's fun out well, making content. Yeah. We keep saying it. We totally need to get out. And do I know. It I was day. just gonna say it too. It's like we got to get out because yeah. we'll definitely make some killer content oh, too. Get out it'd be there. awesome, man. Yeah. It'd be, be so fun. fun. Just be fun. We'll do it. Let's. I mean, I'm down. Get some 240p yeah. going. Yeah, we, uh, the camera. These fx 3s shoot super slow mo. It's crazy. Yeah. Are those the new ones? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Those ones are. They got the FX3, the 6, and the 9. So yeah. we're on the 3s. They're just the cinema camera. But Sweet. We're slowly working our way up there. Oh, there you go, buddy. Yeah. You'll be on the red camera soon, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someday. Deadly. Uh, Matt, one last, I mean, another question I have for you. Are, have you ventured in the NFT space at all? Oh, why do you keep bringing up NFTs, bro? You did on the last because, one, too. Because, no, but, well, Alex is, like, was, like, big into, like, investing in NFTs. You, I feel, could produce some fucking phenomenal uh, stuff that people would want to buy. Yeah. Have you, like, have you ventured into looking into that at all? Oh, I've looked into it. I... <laughs> oh my god man it's like to me it's ridiculous like here's, what, here's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it straight up and i, I think this whole non-fungible token thing man is gonna change the world i really do i think there's amazing use cases for it i'm the first one to say the metaverse when it gets good like when you can plug me an avatar and i can go chasing dinosaurs around with rocket launchers and shit and i can be in there like sign me up this little like walking monkey head shit and <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me okay. and I, I like to me man the thing that i don't understand is like how all of a sudden people's art is worth something it was like you never cared about anything we did before like i, I to me man i don't know i, I think nfts are going to change the world i really really do like uh, my buddy foos there where we were uh, we were talking about some graffiti stuff a little bit ago, and I was saying like a really cool use case for something like this would be like he he painted that uh, yeah, right here, yeah, big piece yeah, down yeah, there, right? Yeah. And uh, I was saying like imagine when these Apple glasses come out, you put these glasses on, you're walking down the road, yeah. and all of a sudden you you right? walk up to this piece on the wall down there. Oh, excuse me, probably shouldn't have been drinking beer on here. <laughs> like, and uh, 
you walk up to this thing, and, and, and through your glasses it says that this, this piece was produced by this artist. Here's his link. He, you can, do, you yeah, can donate, donate him money. Yeah. That's an NFT right there. That whole transaction's on the blockchain. It's locked in, and I can, I can through my glasses or my phone or whatever, wire him some money and be like, that's a really cool piece, man. Yeah. Like, I'll, here's 20 bucks. Me and my kids were yeah. walking by and thought this was the coolest thing ever. Kind of like a patron. Blockchain kind of use case, super dope. But this whole, like, people pretending that these stupid heads, like, I, uh, are, I don't know, man. I just don't buy into it yet. Do I own crypto? A shit ton. <laughs> like, like, Tim and I, man, have company money flowing into Ethereum and Bitcoin all the time. Yeah. We're in it. But we just I just doing the same I just don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not sold on it yet. I, I don't know. I think, it's like, from the, sta really. the standpoint of just, like, transactions and just, like, the, the proof of transaction, I think, is really going to be important. And not only that, but, like, it's just that... Uh, clarification of things being real, right yeah. on the block. Being that being yeah. a blockchain, I mean, like, I think like it's that's where it's really going to live. Is that people aren't realizing that it's not just going to be these monkey heads. It's going to be like, oh, you signed a contract for renting a car. Hundred percent. That's now on the blockchain. Yeah. You know, it's like there's no discrepancies. It's there. It's oh, it's yeah. It's locked in. It's I think. in its infancy, right? Yeah. We're, we're we're seeing the stupid shit that always happens. Yeah. It's like it's like when we were we used to sit in high school and play snake on our Nokia's, and it was like this piece of shit game that consumed my life. And like now look at now look at what we're doing on yeah. our, on our phones, right. man. It's like mm -hmm. NFTs, man. It's in its infancy, and it's going to run this world. And like to, to bring up the, the boys in Uganda there a minute ago, it's like, you know, you're going to start being able to see these like poverty communities start to be able to actually like do banking without yeah. a banking round. Like yeah. they, if, if they can get some internet somewhere, they can operate their money how they were never able 100%. to before. Like the, it's going to change the world for sure, yeah. man. 100%. 100%. It is in a weird spot right now. I feel like NFTs is a lot of like people trying to like ride hype and flip, flip well, the yes. profit that's the or issue. like yeah. trying to get in and find like the right one that is still going to be around in like yeah. years and years, right? We're just like basically Well, that's, it's, it's right now everyone's fucking just rushing it. Yeah. You know, like celebrities are seeing the opportunity here that it's like, oh, yeah. we can fucking rip off all these people. Just yeah. have to back this one spot, you know, yeah. it's, but it's, it, it's going to come full circle where that's. It's going to die. Yeah. That's you not very nice. You want me to swap out another battery? How, how close? What's the. One. Oh, shit. Yeah, we can, well, I mean, we stop can, it right now. Stop it right now. Just because I. Man, very, very few people in this world get rich quick. Yeah. It's a grind, man. I feel like we should be recording this. Like, it's... Well, I mean, we are still over here. You're, you're still recording. There we go. Oh. Yeah, oh. Again now, so. um, yeah if it's too good, it seems too good to be true, it pretty much always is. So that's... And you're going to hit, you're gonna hit your, your jackpots, man. If you, if you look at my history of transactions over the last two years, I have bought the top of almost everything in the world. I bought into Shiba, I bought every, into every one of these pieces of shit. And I'm into something now though, man. I'm into something that I think is gonna blow up. But that's just it, like you, you very- I hope it's because that's what we're into right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a crypto punk, no. <laughs> yeah. no but I, I, Have you heard of crypto punks? Nah, it's it just, it's just, I just, some people luck out and they pull it off and they get the Bugatti money out of this stuff. But like, as a general rule of thumb, if, if you're playing the long game, you guys are talking about homes and families and all these things, like how much money are you willing to lose at a casino? You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. And it's 100%. like, you look at a guy like Warren Buffett and his format to investing. What's the guy own? He owns Coca-Cola. He, uh, he owns Apple. Yeah. He, good companies. <laughs> good <laughs> companies. Like good companies will always prevail. Yeah. Company like Tesla. You know, you know what I mean? It's like... That, that, find, find companies that have great CEOs that have a vision. 
and then just pray they don't do any scandalous shit in the media. Like, you <laughs> slap a butt 28 years ago, and next thing your money's zero. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but, uh, I don't know what Elon's going to say either. Though. But, but you know what, though? The thing about Elon Musk, probably getting way off topic, but the thing about Elon Musk is that this guy, he's a dreamer. He, he never stops. He built PayPal, sold it for a gazillion dollars. Then he's like, okay, I'm going to change the... Electric cars would have never come out if it wasn't for him. No, now think, everyone's talking about electric yeah. cars. Then he yeah. was like, oh, okay, I'm finished with that. Okay, we're going to space now. <laughs> and now I'm going to start providing internet to the whole world. Yeah. And oh, there's a traffic problem in Los Angeles. Let's start That's boring cool. holes out and fixing that yeah. shit. When you yeah. say it all like that, it kind of sounds like a bit of a super villain. Man, and then, and then when those, nice when those, hero, when those kids hero, got man. trapped in like Thailand or whatever, the guy invented an underwater rocket to go save the kids. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't stop. He's a superhero. Like, those are the, superhero, those yeah. are the type of people that you want to put your money and, in because and, they're dreamers and, and they chase things. he's not only a dreamer, but he's also a realist at the same time. And that's something that I respect too is that like when he's making these claims he's like i'm not saying i want the world to go this way but yeah this is what's going to happen and it's like we gotta you gotta figure out what's like we gotta we gotta adapt because it's gonna happen right yeah so like obviously it's like you, he tweets something out and the whole fucking he tweets an emoji well, of a dog here's what he is up at four like, here point, 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 here's zero, what zero, zero, elon four. musk is and, and and sure he has a team around him he's a dreamer that finishes and executes, executes on his dream. Yeah. And that's the problem that we all planner. possess. Yeah. He, he does too. We yeah. all do it. Yeah. We all have ideas and we don't do it. Yeah. And then a guy like Alex, he did it. He had yeah. this dream about creating a clothing line that resonated with East Coasters and he, and he fulfilled on his yeah. promise. Mm -hmm. and, and that is a huge thing with creatives, man. Like our minds, yeah. that, that's what makes us creatives. Our minds race a mile a yeah. minute. Like I, 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 I've come up with a hundred ideas just sitting at this table just now. I, I and, and that's why it's hard. It's like, cause you start talking and then you're like, oh, you start thinking about something. You're like, oh fuck, how do I answer what he just said? Cause I'm thinking about the best people <laughs> in the universe though, see it through. Yeah. And that's the hardest yeah. thing to do. 100%. Anyone can come up with an idea, bring it to market. And a guy like Elon Musk just keeps doing it. Yeah. He you watch when he's, when he's finished this, this repertoire of genius ideas he has, He'll find another thing to help the world out. Yeah. He just, he'll keep doing it over and over God, and over. This guy's going to get froze up and he'll be... Look at what he didn't even, yeah, but he didn't even he's, got, he's got the, the, the shingles on the roofs that he's talking about doing. Now all of a sudden all your roof shingles are going to be replaced with like mini solar panels oh, yeah. and that's going to run the world. Like, does that, that seems smart. Yeah. yeah, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems like a good idea. We went from NFTs to that, but I know, it's like, and I was gonna I, say I'm this. sick of losing money in these random ass shit. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna trust my money with CEOs that I that I appreciate and yeah. admire their adversity For and sure. their and their per perseverance in this universe. Because man, I've lost a lot of money. I, I've made a lot in other places. Man, I've lost money. I've lost so much money in these stupid places. Yeah, it's the FOMO, and like I think the biggest <laughs> thing in that tea space is like the average consumer, like us. I wouldn't even say like us, like the, the people that are like so. Um, uh, ignorant to what NFTs really are, are like seeing these celebrities just dump. They're like, oh, yeah. Snoop Dogg just dumped 350k in here. It's like because he can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's like don't compare that you're not investing in NFTs to the fact that Snoop Dogg just spent three million dollars on a dog. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. It's 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 just you know that, you know while you're talking, what that just made me think of. Yeah. There's actually a lot of parallels between investing and branding. Like yeah. how I was saying how it's someone's gut feeling yeah. about, uh, about something. Mm -hmm. It's like investing is that, man. It's someone's gut feeling about stuff. Big time. Like people's gut feeling about crypto punks is that it was going to blow up. Yeah. So people Gary were buying Mead, into right? these things Gary for like Mead? 10 bucks yeah. and they blew up. Yeah. It, it, 
in a lot of ways, man, this NFT space is like building a brand. Like you're getting destroyed on Instagram with ads and stuff now mm -hmm. with these like hyper stylized, like really well curated kind of like brand elements yeah. and stuff that are, that are finding their way into social media. And it's like, it's a, it's a branding exercise yeah. at the end 100%. of the day. Yeah. Well, the community aspect too, right? A lot of the ones that are successful have like large communities that they put a lot of time and effort into like mm -hmm. creating and whether it's like, NFT games or just like being able to have access to well, like real, these real world, real world utility, right? Yeah, like it's, that's the biggest thing is what people are looking for is like, how can this, how, how is this money, I'm, real world's money that I'm spending going to affect me in the real world, right? Yeah. It's making sure that you have that utility of some degree, but yeah. that's the thing. It's like, cause we, we talk about like doing NFTs for like the Thunderbirds or, the, or Harvest or like even Uncharted that it's like, if you buy this and own this, you can get X percent off for yeah. long, t you know, it's like that, that weird gray area of like do we do this and like dilute it do we do this to be like tr on trend with the rest of the world yeah. you know like to be ahead of the trend and yeah it's that it's that comes back to there's no how-to book and it's like it, yeah. everything's changing and we're just got to try and keep Amen. up with it right yeah yeah you got to keep rolling the dice man yeah. you have to keep trying yeah. things. you just have to well no and it's it's there's guys like you that are paving the way showing that it's showing that it's feasible right that it's it's a long-term game and yeah um, not even on an NFT space, but I'm saying like on just like a career path of just like looking within and jump, doing that, that jump and just really, really hoping that it, it hits. And yeah. I think you, you guys, you, you've obviously hit the beers that you've brought today were, were great. I, did I not call that Kyle was going to drink that? Yeah, one? you did too. You <laughs> did. You set it downstairs. Yeah. yeah. It would um, be kind of sick to be rolling to the liquor store and be like, oh yeah, I designed that. I designed that can. That's my can. That was your favorite brand that you've worked with, I guess would be the. Oh down. man, I honestly, honestly, I don't know. I don't. And no a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm probably not even allowed to answer that. But I take a lot of pride in working with Liberty and Seamasters uh, right now. Uh, it's, it's, it's something that I'm like super passionate about. Seamasters. What's so so Seamasters is is the only. Uh, it's the only. No, <laughs> Yeah, it's the, wow. It's, <laughs> check my affiliate link down below. <laughs> no, Seamasters is a boat dealer and a, mar a marine dealer yeah. down here on the Halifax Harbor. And so they sell like really awesome boats right down to generators, but like everything in the marine space. Mm -hmm. And that's a family run business. It's been around since like, I think the seventies. So their father started yeah. it and maybe even grandfather, but at least their father. The and uh, it's been handed down to the kids now. So, uh, so Tara and Chris Mills operate Seamasters Liberty and now a new spot called The Shack up in uh, Truro. Okay. And so it's side-by-sides, four-wheelers, like all, all that stuff. Not even just Seamasters. It's not just boats now. It's well, no. So Seamasters is over here and Liberty's over here. Okay. Owned by the same Liberty thing. Cycle? Is that like... Yeah. Okay. Liberty CC. Liber okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, so, so that's... Uh, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun working oh, yeah. with them. They're awesome clients. They, they get it. They came to us for a reason, and you know we're doing really, really fun stuff with them right now. Um, you know, Keese is awesome to work with Brett, and they're, you know we we have a lot of good clients like Mountain Bike Atlantic's a ton of fun. Yeah. Like, on, like if you ask Tim, you get a different answer than me. Tim, yeah. you know, Tim's but that's a good that's in, the point. Right? Indulges heavily in the mountain bike space, yeah. so like. And you, you guys know, launched your own uh, brand, right? Within, yeah, Wild Valley. Space, yeah. Yeah. So so Wild Valley is like a outdoor supply co store. Uh, we're probably a little bit like you guys are with Harvest. Like we're, you know, we're bits of ownership within yep. the company. And then we look after the, the marketing right. kind of media yep. side of it. That's exactly what we got with um, Harvest too. And that's a, a, like a long-term play for us too. I mean, like yep. if, if, if I don't see a penny out of that for 10 years, that's eh, fine. Yeah. It's fun. It's we're enjoying thing. doing it. Yep. And, um, you know, I think, I think it's really important to like 
to plant seeds and get them out there. I know it's like super cliche and you know, you go on like business.com and they'll say plant seeds. But like, I, th I think it is important, like yeah. planting those little seeds out there and, and, and planting little dreams and see what they manifest into. And like Wild Valley is like another thing that Tim and I play in and it's, it's a ton of fun. Yeah, I showed you, I remember when we were in, uh, it's a Wolfville? Just outside of Wolfville, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, just yeah. To, yeah, right by that Irving there, right? Yeah, so right at the Irving Hook, yeah. right, yeah. first right we there. there. We got some drone footage when we were there on a project, and I said, "Oh, Matt owns owns part of that, and that's their brand there." But yeah, no, that's so that's been exciting to grow then too, right? Eh? Yeah, man. It, like t as far as like the day to day operations, Tim and I have nothing to do with it, which is great. Yeah, because well, yeah, that's not case. the type of people we yeah. are. Like, no. and that's uh, the same with like us with like Connor and Brad. Like, they're in the office now doing all the mm -hmm. stuff that we would like. If you go in and ask them what they're doing, you we're both like, oh wouldn't even think that you'd have to have that meeting today you know yeah. like there's so much that goes on in that industry that it's just like happy to just take the photos take the videos and just you know provide yeah. that but. and mm -hmm. it, it's a it's a tough balance right like when you when you start taking ownership of something and then you're working with companies that you have no ownership in it's like trying to find that like that same amount of passion for both entities because it's like you would think like you're going to chase that one over there so but tim and i's like long-term play over the next decade is to to plant enough seeds that we can kind of do our own thing yeah like work for our own companies for tax purposes all the money staying in a gerbil wheel right it's like we own these companies that pay this company and all the money's just staying within yep. this this cycle and uh you know and then only take on clients that we're absolutely like 100 percent stoked on and then just like own four or five businesses but in order to do that properly we have to find people that we can trust and are passionate excited about whatever the operations are that yep. we're that we're invested in uh, so we've got a few other like little things right now that we're, we're dabbling in and kind of in the early stages of, but right now it's like we operate dose full time. Wild Valley is like something that we chip away at and then our client list is pretty much never ending. Yeah. Do you see why I wanted them on here now? Oh, he had doubts. He had doubts. Because he didn't know you before. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, I've never heard of him. Uh, no, no doubts. He just, he just didn't, didn't know you, right? It's yeah. like, so I, wow. Because when I met you the first time, I was like, fuck. I was like, fired up. Like, yeah. We're still, like I said, like, look at the camera on in the truck, right? right? Yeah. You know, like, it's, well, honestly, it's like, look, like, it's, for me, it's exciting knowing that it's like, oh, fuck, that was two years ago that we went for the, went to work yeah, on the Yeah, it would have been too, yeah. And, like, it's like to see how much this has, like, grown without even really realizing it is exciting. And, like, yeah. Um, like, like seeing your growth too has just been like because at that at that point I think Hero ATV was just kind of like yeah probably probably like two thousand followers like a decent following yeah and like you've and everyone that follows that page I feel like is like is like invested to follow like is Sh it? Sheridan's brought some moms in there <laughs> yeah. for sure yeah, when, when you get the tags you know you got, yeah yeah. Um, yeah. it's funny now when you say that because when the Sheridan posts a picture and you're in it or something I'll just I'll do a tap, tap. Oh, I didn't get the tag on that one yeah. <laughs> but no uh, but no it's, it's exciting it's ex you know what I mean I'm just checking to see if your tag's there yeah but, um, it's exciting to see that you've grown it that you're, you're making money off it now like yeah. you're working with brands that are you should see the box I've come to my house right now RJWC sponsored me now and that was when I was chasing for like a, at yeah. least a year yeah. and like on delivery right now coming from Dartmouth is this huge box of stuff, man, that's coming through like sponsored like, stuff. Unreal, like, right? And that's it's amazing. Yeah. It's, and it's one of those things that it's like, even this, it's, you got to keep pushing. And we talked about it downstairs. I was like, I'm just going to keep doing it until it's a thing. Like, yeah. You know, like people will only celebrate with you once you've done it. No yeah. one's going to fucking chase the process and be like, oh, yeah. You know, you see the infancy and yeah, they see, might go back and rewatch stuff once you get to where you're going. Exactly, right? Like it's, it's harder to get people to follow along. Exactly. So yeah. it's 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 exciting to see that you've you've kind of honed in on that niche too and it's you're you're happy. Like yeah. it's and like you know, and like I'm I'm happy, you're happy, I know you're happy, like Joel you're he's happy in what he does and that's kind of Yeah. 
Yeah, well, it, it is, right? It's just, what, what are you laughing about? <laughs> He's so unhappy, <laughs> right? He just gave him a thumbs up. <laughs> I know. I know. I just want to take a video from over there, too. Um, no, you know, you know what, though, man? On, on that point, like, for you guys, like, I think, I think it's, it's another kind of cliche thing, but, like, don't gauge your success and happiness and where you are in this world on other people's success. Because that will do nothing but, like, not embarrass. That's not the right word. It'll hold you back. Well, like, and also just consider, obviously, this is, like, an unrealistic thing, like, situation. But just consider there's no social media, right? How are you, for us to get up every day and come do something, Yeah. you'd just be doing it. Just only us would be knowing about it. We're doing what we need to do. You're not looking at what other people are doing. It's So it's, like, it's, that's one thing I've tried to do is not to, when people are posting about what they're doing or, like, they're in this cool spot, they're doing this. It's like, I've learned to not feel jealous or remorse or like, um, I don't know, just jealousy or envious at all from that and just being like, oh, well that's motivating that they're given that opportunity. And yeah. like, hopefully that we can do that someday. You know, like it's really tough. It goes both ways that I say, it's like we're comparing ourselves to the guys that are doing unreal work, like Matt and Riker, like as we should, but it's motivating and also just important to not compare, right? Yeah. And just be like, well, there's, we talked about it on their podcast <coughs> that, like, for Matt and Riker, they love to go out and be, like, active and go on hikes and stuff like that. Like, obviously, we're active and whatnot. But for us to create content for fun is this. And, like, yeah. it's, it's really kind of honing on what's special to us and what's passionate for us. And yeah. that's been our big, my biggest kind of takeaway so far. It's just been, like, don't focus on the noise of what everyone else is doing. Put your head down. Focus on what you're doing. And th yeah. things just kind of fall in place. Yeah. Yeah. I love you guys. Yeah. No. I, I, you know, like, it, like for, for being two people that almost seem like half apprehensive while we sit here, it's like questioning things in yeah. your own confidence yeah. and stuff. You know, anybody that relentlessly puts podcasts out with like 30 followers, that's, that's commendable. Mm -hmm. Because some people think that like this rise to greatness happens overnight. It's not. No. It's a it's a goddamn grind, and people yeah. don't understand like how many hours go in behind the scenes yeah. on stuff. 100%. And so when I see you guys sitting here, and it's like you're grinding out, making this podcast, and doing your things. Like you said, the the hockey video where you're out there shooting stuff all day yeah. and everything. It's like those are all things, man, that are a part of your story. Mm -hmm. And you can't gauge your success and milestones and everything based on everyone else because your story is different than everyone. Your your background, your beginnings. You, the things that your restrictions and things, everyone's story is different. Exactly. So like, I'm proud of you guys, man. It's been really cool I seeing you guys that, growing man. and like everything that you're doing and like, and you know, even to bring that net even wider, like I'm proud of this city and this province and everyone, man. Like I, I, I think it's really cool when we can all build each other up. And like, I look at my contemporaries and I'm proud of what they're doing. When I look down the road and I'm like, these guys are crushing it. Yeah. And like, yeah, I almost get like that little bit of envy, but yeah. then at the same time, like, and I'm going to murder like, it, we're yeah. all murdering it, yeah. but like, it's cool, man. When people can look at Nova Scotia as like a hub of, of you know, there's cranes everywhere. It's like a hub of business yeah. and creativity and, and, and you know, I, I, things are flourishing in this province right now. And it's because of so people exciting, like yeah. this in this room right now that sure. are like in the, in the streets making it happen. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's kind of where this kind of started was that we just wanted exactly. to connect with people who see, see the end goal, right? Yeah. Like see a bigger picture. It's like a lot of people will say, oh, well, like if you compare it, like you compare successes to like, like oh, say you're starting a podcast. It's like people are, are going to be like, oh, well, it's not going to reach what Joe Rogan does because Joe Rogan's doing that. It's like, well, Joe Rogan wasn't Joe Rogan when he started out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's, there's different, you gotta, you gotta pave your own path and, and yeah. climb your own mountain, right? We're yeah. all on the same journey, but we're all different mountains. And 
you got to go through the peaks, the valleys, and I'm just yeah. excited to kind of keep pushing towards that big peak. So. Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, like you said, it's it's unreal to see, like, in every industry, like, what people from Hallbacks can do, right? From everything from, like, the NHL, you know, we have, it's a bit of a weird example, but, like, three of the best players in the world are from Nova Scotia. Yeah. And you've got, like, a, a completely separate end of the spectrum with, like, a company like Dash Hudson, who's, like, yeah. a huge, gigantic, multinational company that's based at Halifax. Yeah, and work with Apple and the Kardashians. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's, 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 like, just because you're not in California or yeah. New York, it's, like, health, you're from Halifax, like, you can still make California, it. California, baby. It's better. It yeah. is, right? You're, the type of people that are here, you know. We, we just said, like, not everyone's going to follow the come up, but there's a lot of people that are willing to help. And, like, that's been one of our mantras from the beginning is, like, we want to come together with people and help lift e each other up. Yeah. And I think that there's no better place in the world to do that than Halifax. And yeah. that's yeah. probably why, like, you've seen so many people do such good things is because of the way that we treat each other here. Yeah. There's an energy around For here. For sure. I'm not going to believer in energy. And we were talking about got a lot of energy. Yeah. No, no, when, when people are putting that out there, like charging sure crystals and stuff. Yeah, just like, just I don't know, man. I feel like people are a product of their environment, and when you're from a place like Nova Scotia, it's like we all know the opportunities here. They're not that great. We yeah. actually were one of the highest taxed and one of the lowest places, sort of paid places. In all of Canada, it's like if you make it here, if you do well in this province, you're a hustler. You and so so what happens is you end up seeing these really like interesting and unique stories happen because in order to make it here, it's not like New York where you can start a company selling friggin'. Mike said, "Am I dead? Am I dead? Oh no! Yours is almost dead. All right, well we're good. We're good. Like on the verge." We'll do a wrap then. We yeah, do a wrap. Yeah. Um, are any of the mics rolling? Then I can just do a wrap. Yours and his are. Uh, yours, there's nothing coming up on here, so I'm going to assume it's dead. What, yours is? No, me. No, yours? Okay. So yeah. Uh, maybe just holding it up to Matt ah, okay. a little bit, but. Yeah, no, like, Matt, honestly, I thanked you probably four times now, but thank you for coming aboard. Hey, like, anytime. You, you joined me at an early stage of me going into the freelance world and really. Gave me the passion to kind of push. Ah, and, Riley, buddy. You know, Love you, pal. That. I appreciate yeah, it. Oh, let's go. <laughs> We're good. Let's go. Yeah. Um, really thanks, everybody. I'll do the outro, too. Thanks, everybody. Tune in to episode eight of the Rising Tide podcast. Um, here with Colin Riley. Pointing at the wrong people. And Joel. We got Joel back there, too. Um, super stoked to be joined by Matt. He's definitely going to be back for another episode. We're going to go out and check out his garage and... Show all these Next toys thing I own a bunch of NFTs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in. He's in his helicopter. Pulls and... up the Rolls Royce van. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Thanks. I appreciate you all for tuning in. Um, yeah, to the moon. Awesome. To the moon. All right, sweet. Don't to the moon. <laughs> um, I, uh, your mic's his mic's dead though. Hold it to Matt and Matt. I just we do it kind of every episode too. Um, you get whatever you want to say to the camera. That's your camera there. Anything you want to, anyone you say hi to. I don't, I don't know. Just I, feel, I feel like I said it all. Give, uh, go on Instagram. Follow Sharon Ningles. Nah, nah. She's <laughs> got enough followers. Follow Hero <laughs> underscore ATV, baby. There it is right there. Follow Joe Stop Media as well. Love you guys. Peace. All right, go. Thank you. Sweet. I appreciate it, brother. That was awesome. Wicked. Yeah, we'll do another.